Welcome to another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Marco, with my lovely co-host, Jessica. How's it going, Jessica? It's great. How are you, is Marco? It? It's great today. It, it is. It's better today. Okay, yesterday was super fantastic, and today is good. Yesterday was not super fantastic. We just made the best of it. I don't know. I had a pretty fantastic day yesterday. Really? All of it? I can think of part of it we could have done had more fun. <laughs> uh, it has not been a fun week, but we've made it through it. Yes, we did. We have had all the emotions this week. Oh, it's been all over the place. We're going to talk about that a little bit. We're also going to preview some of the things we have coming up for Red Arrow Health and Wellness. Yes. With a lot of exciting things coming down the line. We had a feature to talk about tonight, and we've got the Red Arrow Challenge champions. So plenty to do, but first off, what are you drinking? I am drinking a teeny tiny bottle of Prosecco. I'm going to butcher its name, but it is called, it is um, Castello del Poggio, Poggio Prosecco. Sure, we'll go with that. Does uh, Pogo there, whatever it is, uh, sponsor us? Absolutely not. That'd be great. What are you having? Would they, well, I was going to say, would oh. they even sponsor us when they hear this and hear us butcher their name? <laughs> Maybe if they want us they to learn it. They might like, send a rep it. to teach us how to say it. There we go. What are you having? I am having a, uh, what am I having? Oh, Traverse City Whiskey Company's Straight Bourbon. Awesome. Are we sponsored by them? No, it would have been fun since we were up that way and we stopped by their tasting room and enjoyed it. And they've got this whole speakeasy feel. And you're in there by the barrels. They did a great job with the keeping things, uh, the sanitization, socially distant, sanitizing, hand sanitizer out, everything for the COVID stuff. Uh, their whiskeys taste great. I had a nice flight to those. I had a fantastic two cocktails while we were there, and they were so yummy. Yes. The the food menu, the little appetizers looked yummy. We didn't have those because we were moving on to other things. Yeah. But it was great, and I, when I was picking out what to drink tonight with this, I'm like, you know what? We were just there. We picked up a bottle. Boom. That's what I'm having. Mm-hmm. So having that, neat. I might throw some ice in later. We'll see. I don't know, but I really enjoyed it. And again, they aren't sponsoring us. They didn't sponsor our trip. They nope. didn't comp our trip or anything. It just <laughs> enjoyed it and enjoy Michigan products. Yeah. So to the week that was and the week ahead, and as cheesy as that sounds, <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Well, that was a hum when we're sitting down the drinks. Mm-hmm. So Jessica, do you want to start off with the week that was? briefly without getting too lost in the weeds there it's worth mentioning because it's definitely influenced our workout patterns i know i've put on more weight this past week uh, than i have probably in the last year because i've mainly been losing but there's been ups and downs but it's been a lot of ups this week there's been a lot of sitting in front of computers for me not as much workouts more stress more stress a lot more stress and um and while it's not like profound weight gain you know when you put on six pounds in a week it's like what the it's hell really scary it's really scary because it took a lot to lose all that and it's not making me happy and stressing me out because it's like i've worked so hard to lose this to see it all come on and i know i could lose it but i also know how hard it is to lose it especially as i kill lower and lower it's harder to lose right. big chunks but i know it can all fall apart if i don't get it under control mm-hmm. uh as for you All right, so the biggest negative for this past week was that we decided to switch our kids from the school that they had been in into a completely different public school system. 
the school they had been in, the school that I went to as a kid. Yes, that's school the that one. my siblings went to that we've been a part Your of. Whole for, family has gone 37 there. Thirty-seven of the last forty-two years has had at least one member of my family there. Yep. Yeah, that was. We pulled all of our kids out of that one. And we were the last ones there, so that was not an easy decision. No, it was it was a really really hard decision. There were a lot of tears. There was a lot of fighting over it. A lot more. And that tears. was just us. Yeah, <laughs> that was before we told the kids. Telling the kids was a nightmare. Um, they reacted exactly as you would expect them to. Lots I would of say tears. all their friends are there, but really they do have some friends outside of school. That's so true. They've most got of their buddies. friends, they do have hockey buddies. Most of their friends go there, mm-hmm. uh, and we are friends with their friends' parents. They are our friends too. So there's the stress, of like how many friends we're going to lose over this. As much as you know, we there's you know you're going to hear, oh, we we won't lose friendships. We've seen it happen to others in the past, and yeah. we don't want it to happen to us. We don't want to happen to our other friends, too. It's just, it's stressful. It's scary. No one wants to lose friends. Right. And there's that added social pressure to stay, but it was not the right fit for our four. No, it wasn't. Uh, and each parent's going to make their own decision. Everybody, parents, kids are different. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but for our four collectively, and each, and even amongst our four, it was like, well, maybe this would be okay for one, but not this not one and two. not that one. and. On and on, and so it made it harder. And we ultimately had to make the collect the decision for the collective four, not mm-hmm. for the entire student body at the school, no, not for all our friends' kids. Mm-mm. They got to make the decision for their kids and what fits for them. And what fits for their kids is not going to be what exactly. works for our kids, or maybe it is. I don't know. They're different kids. Uh, we know our children very well. I hope we so. Know what our values are uh, and what we look for in education. And it's not going to match what everybody else wants. Right. Um, and the needs of our children are going to be slightly different. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some cases, very different for our, the needs of our children. Um, so, yeah, long, hard. And even once we came to the rational, logical decision, it was what it, even harder to cut those heartstrings to like dig deep and go make the decision in our hearts that, mm-hmm. yeah, even though our heads know we should go, uh, it's still hard to break away. For sure. But we came to that, uh, notified the new school and registered the kids, sent a notice to the administrations of the elementary, middle school, high school of the current school, notified our friends, our closest inner circle of friends that are attached to that school, put that all out uh, at the beginning of the week, and then waited till the next day to tell the children. In the meantime, took away kid one's phone and laptop so she couldn't talk to her yeah. friends because we figured it was coming out. And sure enough... When she got him back, there was a bunch of messages waiting for you, were the, which were the middle school equivalent of what the hell. <laughs> it absolutely was. Not the exact word. So if any of their parents are listening, uh, that is not what your child said. Your children absolutely that did not swear. That is me paraphrasing. So right. please don't like don't have a uh, Christmas story moment where, what was it, the, the little Scotty or whatever, the friend on the phone. Do you know what your son said? Yeah. No, your son or daughter did not say that. That was me paraphrasing. But it was the equivalent of, what the hell? <laughs> and, yeah. And it's what we expect. We've, we've Especially with, like, messenger kids, we can see what's being messaged. And it's like, you know, the equivalent of, you know, on a par with, oh, you need to, like, you know, I can help convince your parents to bring you back. And it's yeah. what you expect. Normal, typical, age-appropriate responses. Um. Uh, yeah, I almost expect some of the parents to eventually do that to us down the line, too, because it's normal. Yeah. Because uh, we've tried it, too, when people have left. 
Absolutely. Like, you sure you don't want to come back? Don't you want to stay? It's fun. Everybody's here. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was just it was time time for us to it was go. Time in the conditions where it, it, we needed to move our kids. We so. just need different things that the school can't or doesn't want but to provide. But since we're so. mostly speaking in generalities, because we don't want to like really dig deep and no hash dirt and everything. Let's move on to a different topic. Let's just leave it as it was stressful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a lot of work. The enrollment process and the paperwork when you have to enroll three kids was an, almost an entire day's worth of paperwork. Yeah, it absolutely was. And it was just like, what was it? 28 pages of forms Each? per kid. Yeah. The exact same information, but three times. I wish there was a way to enroll just the family and just go and hear all the children. That would be so fantastic. I don't know why this isn't a thing yet, but that's okay. Oh, well. And then we had some work-related stuff for you. We had work-related stuff for me. You had photography on top of it. And yeah. it's, uh, your parents came into town. My parents were here. Hooray! Which is, they're not stressful, but, you know, anytime you got the in-laws slash parents coming to visit, it's like the mad dash to clean the house. Yeah, you got to clean the house. And we had, I spent all of quarantine just, you know, handing the kids things that belong in the basement saying, oh, just, just put it down in the basement on the bed in the guest room. Just put it down there on the bed. It's fine. Just do that. And so it's been months of that, and I got down there to clean it up the day before they came, and it was like this gigantic mountain on top of the bed that suddenly had to be sorted and put away or thrown away or whatever it was. Yeah, we're probably the only slobs who do that. I'm kidding. It's probably like a lot of people Everybody like, oh does God, it. somebody else does that too. My mom had a friend once, and she had a her guest room uh, slash wrapping paper room, and her guest bed was always covered in rolls of wrapping paper. Even when the guests came, she never even actually bothered to clean it up. She'd just pull out She'd the pull-out couch and leave the wrapping paper on say, the guest Just bed. roll around. We'll put a bow on you when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> it would be funny. Yeah, no, everybody does it. It's fine. Yeah. So it's been a week. Mm-hmm. But it's easy to be down in the dumps and actually at one point uh we were discussing we have a list of topics that we want to do we have it roughly sketched out for schedule but then it's like okay let's dump what was planned and let's do a happiness episode let's do the happy episode it's like no it's too cheesy and it's too much overcompensation for the week that was because it's not that it there was some sadness and everything and we just did a keeping the spark alive one so the happiness one seemed cheesy to follow up on it so we've got a different topic talk to speak about tonight, mm-hmm. but we do have good news down the road, bright points, lights at the end of the tunnel, which we could use even without the week that was. Look, how many months have we been doing this COVID crap? And oh. <laughs> yeah, March thirteenth. And my, you know, cross country for the school I coach at, all the sports have been canceled. Five months. Yeah, it's craziness. Uh, depending where you're at. Various sports are canceled or on an indefinite pause or waiting for governors to reopen the facilities and then on pause with it. And, you know, it's just craziness. So we've got some things coming up of virtual events just to help those who need them, whether you're a, a kid, a middle school kid, a high school kid, a college kid, or an adult just trying to get your life on track. They're open to everybody and we're doing them for free. Yep it's hard to beat that it's out there it's free we're gonna do it it's making it available just to get you active keep things interesting get the workouts going some of them are inspired by things i would have been doing this fall anyway for cross country mm-hmm. we've tweaked them even more to make it uh, appealing to a broader audience and actually something you can do anywhere so it's no longer 
specific to our local hometown. Right. It's something that will work anywhere. So details are coming up. The big day for details is going to be Sunday, August 30th, up on our website in the news section under the news tab, which our website is raxhw.org. You can even go forward slash news on it if you want to go straight to the news tab. It's just a blog entries, but it's going to be all the new things are going to be posted there. And most of them kick off September 1st. Hooray! But here's what we got coming down the pipeline. Here's your preview, your teaser, so to speak. First off, there's the Red Arrow Challenge. Well, the Red Arrow Challenge is going on now. It's, we've had it going on since April. It's going to keep going on. It's going to keep on going forever. It's free. It's there. That is our health challenge. We do it weekly, but we also have cumulative totals where you compete in swimming or running or walking or biking on road or biking off road or sit down paddle, which is like kayaking or canoeing or stand up paddle, which is like paddle boarding, skating, cross country skiing or on a machine, hockey, all the definitions and all that. We have it up on our website. We also had a whole podcast episode, podcast episode about it. We also have composite points. So say you're a runner and your significant other is a swimmer or you got a buddy who plays hockey. You can all compete against each other with mm-hmm. the composite point scores split up by age group. That's continuing on. It's not ending. It's there. It's free. You just need a username. You can sign up on our website. raxhw.org. Then we're going to have September 1st through the 30th, the selfie scavenger hunt. Woo-hoo! It's going to be so a virtual fun one. run or bike. You Ooh. can do it bicycling. Oh. Again, awesome. free. Full details and all the targets will be posted on the news section on August 30th. But you go for your workout, your run, your bike ride. And then when you find a target, you take a selfie of yourself with the target item in the background. Maybe it's a fountain. Maybe it's a boat. Maybe what have you. There's going to be a whole list of items you have to get. And then you're going to post it to Instagram Tag us so we can see it mm-hmm. and put a hashtag with it for your location. We'll come through and score the points off of it. So that's why you got to tag us so we can see it, so we can score points on it. Yep. There'll be a grand total at the end of the month, and different items have different point totals. We'll have winners. It'd awesome. be awesome. I'm so excited about this one. This one's going to be a lot of fun. And yeah, excited to see how it go. For the first half of the month, September 1st through the 15th, we are going to have the Forget-Me-Not 5K and 10K. Now, the Forget-Me-Not, it's kind of, it's a little tongue-in-cheek because, oh, it's my poor cross-country runners. <laughs> I miss them. Don't forget me as a coach. I'm not going to forget you as a runner. Mm-hmm. But also, the Forget-Me-Not is the birth flower of the month of September. Aww. So it worked out well. Uh, 5k 10k you can do the 5k you can do the 10k you can do both because you have the first through the 15th to run your race wherever you want to do it just record it uh full details will be posted in the news section at the same time and then for the second half of the month we have the sapphire team rally now sapphire Ooh. is the birthstone of september and they're pretty they're blue right sure they're pretty it's another virtual race, but it's a virtual team race. You and you find four friends. You run a 5K, uh, and the 5K's legs for your race do not have to be the uh, same time and place, but they do have to oh. be somewhere in that span between September 16th and the 30th. Awesome. And all of you need a, uh, a username, a Red Arrow Challenge username, which are free to, to get, but you mm-hmm. put everything in online, and then you see how your team stacks up against other teams. Sweet. 
can be done by actual high school cross-country teams, but it also could be done just by groups of college buddies across the country or other couples or families. Sure. Have at it. Again, free. Just get yourself out there. Get yourself moving. Have fun. And it's hard to find good, free virtual challenges because everyone, especially right now during COVID, is really trying to charge a lot for these things. Some of them are outrageous. Some of them are. Mm -hmm. So we've got really four events coming up. And one of those has two races. We've got the Red Arrow Challenge, which is ongoing. We have the Selfie Scavenger Hunt coming up in September for the full month. We have the Forget Me Not 5K and 10K virtual race, or races, that are coming up in the first half of September, and the Sapphire Team Rally in the second half of September. And I know our next podcast episode, we'll dive deeper into those again and remind people. And then again, so it'll be, for when this episode posts, it'll be one week from the day this one posts that all that is going to show up on our website. Awesome. And part of the delay is the website's getting a redesign, and we got to wait for that to launch, too. Yeah. But, yeah, exciting things. Things to look forward to. Things to be happy about. Lots of things to be happy about. Let's be happy about those things. We are going to be happy. Yay. Happy, happy. Happy, happy. All right. Cheers again, by the way. Oh, good. Before we dive into our main feature for tonight, I am going to drop a few ice cubes into my glass. We're going to go from from neat to on the rocks. <laughs> and with that, our feature for this week is a review of the Leelano Trail. It was a weekend adventure. We're going to try to do a few of these down the line where we have weekend adventures and we review something. Yay! Not every week, but every so often to toss it in. And it just happened. We took off for a weekend adventure. Up to the Leelanau Peninsula in Michigan. And if you're not familiar with Michigan, well, I'm going to do a very Michigan thing here. Take your left hand. Hold it out in front of you like you're admiring some giant engagement ring or something or a wedding ring. And your pinky is essentially the Leelanau Peninsula. Awesome description, Marco. Yes, it's a very Michigan description. It, it is, but it works. <laughs> yeah. So Detroit's over by the base of your thumb. Mm. Yeah, the Mackinac Straits are up by your middle finger. Okay. And your pinky is where Traverse City and the Leelanau Peninsula is. Leelanau Peninsula heading up from Traverse City. Hence why we were at the Traverse City Whiskey Company. Right, because it yes. was there. It was there. And we were up that way for a bicycling adventure to go mm -hmm. out and try out. And they have lots of trails there. And even around the town, lots of bicycling, bicycling paths or bikeways or dedicated lanes. So you can get all over the city on a bicycle. Yeah. And you can tap into a several dedicated trails. And we had done a little bit of research before we went up. And some of those are like, well, that one looks great. It runs along Michigan and it's crushed stone, which doesn't work well because I didn't really want to take my mountain bike. No. And you have... I have a townie. You have a townie, a bike or a cruiser. <laughs> but you also have uh, very little tread on it. Not because you've worn them down, but you have pavement tread. Yeah. Uh, for those wider tires. And I prefer my road bike which has skinny tires, which is We're not designed not for, for gravel, not good for gravel. Mm -mm. But one of those trails, and uh, they have several trails, uh, including they refer to them collectively as the TART trails, which is their transportation authority up there. Uh, one of them was the Leelanau Trail. It's advertised as just shy of 17 miles, depending on where you hopped on. There's some major trailheads, although we found that those are used loosely. Basically, those are ones with spots where there's parking but we also yes. saw people parking on the side of the road at an intersection where the this trail 
which ran kind of parallel to some of the roads but not often and mm-hmm. it was really nice it was paved the whole way we ended up popping on what the the farther south trailhead biking to the northern end having lunch turning around and going back mm-hmm. that was 15 miles both ways uh, so we didn't get the full 17 mile experience each way but good enough smooth very little elevation change yeah it was really nice uh, I, well, for me, because I don't want to have a bunch of hills when I ride my bike. Well, with my activity tracker, uh, each way I tracked it, and of course, you, what you look for is consistency in the measurement, because I stopped it when we stopped for lunch. Mm-hmm. The return trip should measure should measure the same. <laughs> and it came out, distance-wise, it came out, and there's a little wiggle, because we would go on our bike, or we stopped for photos and stuff, so that explained the, the minute differences there. But the elevation came out almost exactly the same of... 117 feet of elevation change. Awesome. Which is, over the span of 15 miles, mm-hmm. it is flat. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. Nice and easy. So it was nice and easy ride, well marked. Every so many, like, a few hundred yards, there was another park bench. Every so often there was a picnic table, so spots to stop and eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, along the way... There were water stations. Did there, you see those? I did see there was water stations. Those were nice, too. Yeah. Uh, stop signs at all the crossroads and private driveways that it crosses, and several signs that say tractor crossing, because there would be a field on each side. Yep. Uh, streams, bridges, very well done. Uh, very nice. Plenty of, uh, plenty of signage to warn you when there was a tight turn or things to look out for. Mm-hmm. Folks put up uh, decorations to keep you entertained. There was a one section where all of a sudden there's flags and banners and all sorts of patriotic stuff and, and scarecrows. scarecrows. Yes, there was another spot. It was a fairy garden, a very elaborate fairy garden. Yeah, it had all kinds of toys. Actually, I recognize some of the toys in the fairy garden as toys that our children have in the playroom. There was a teeny tiny Daniel Tiger, and there was an American Girl's pizza, and... I don't know. There was, it was really, really cute. It was very elaborate. So if you've got little kids, this would be a great trail. And then they could stop and they could say, oh, it's so a So plenty of garden. families out there. Yeah. Uh, wide enough for social distancing. Uh, lots of traffic. And runners and walkers. It was open to that. With a lot of uh, signage also on proper trail etiquette mm-hmm. in terms of what to do with slower riders and who keeps left and who goes right. And just... Really well done. Now, the nice part, too, is that when you get to those trailheads, those three trailhead spots, if you decide I've had enough or I only want to bike this one way and I don't have to turn around halfway, the public transportation stops there and the the buses through there have bike racks on the front. Mm -hmm. So you can bike it if you only want to do 15 miles. You can bike from Traverse City up to Sutton's Bay up north and then catch the bus back. We we did the round trip and it was... We also, but we knew that was there in case also we got rained on mm-hmm. or we got a flat or we cramped up or we just said to hell Enough. with it or we got carried away at lunch with uh, adult beverages and celebrating. <laughs> we made it this far. Some, you know, who knows? We didn't know if somebody was going to have an awesome margarita flight or something. It could have happened. They, they didn't happen, but could have. at least we ran in where we went, didn't, but the food was good. It was excellent. It was excellent. Uh, there were Porter Johns along the way, portable mm-hmm. toilets. We didn't need them. We Mm-mm. didn't use them, but uh, they were there. They were there. So lots of facilities, places to refill your water bottles, lots of friendly people there to help. There was one couple I asked if they needed help, and nope, they were stopped. They were checking out the 
fairy garden the first time we went by. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a big drawing point. The other nice thing was running parallel to most of the paved trail was a single track dirt trail. Yep. Uh, up and down because this was it's an old uh, railroad corridor. There used to be tracks there. They ripped up the tracks. They paved it. Nice, smooth level. And that adds into the li- very little change in elevation. Mm-hmm. But going up and down the hills and berms adjacent to this trail, you could see the tracks where if you had fat tire mountain bikes, you could have good old time. Absolutely. So there's something for everyone. I guess technically you could rollerblade. But you could seeing, totally rollerblade or but, skateboard it. But there's fewer rollerbladers and skateboarders. We saw plenty of bikes. Not everyone had a helmet on. And I realized... Well, I didn't notice that. I, I noticed that right away. Not everyone had a helmet on. I'm like, okay, you're going slow. I get it. But Helmets safety are important. first. We saw tandem bikes. Yes, we did. A couple we of them. We saw reclin- the reclining tricycle style bike. Mm-hmm. Where you got the two wheels out front and the one in the back and... You're uh, pedaling out front. Oh, what else? We saw all. We saw there, skinny tire racing bikes, like triathlon style mm-hmm. racing bikes. We saw road bikes like mine. We saw mountain bikes. We saw touring bikes like yours or mm-hmm. cruising bikes. We saw the um the kind that have the really really wide tires. I feel the like fat tire. Yeah, those things have quite the hum to them too when they go by. Don't they, they do. They sound like a flight of angry bumblebees. It's <laughs> like what's happening? What is this? And then the people go whoosh by you. Fun, um, but we did see that most were very good about noting on your left. Yeah, we did see the one older woman on what looked like sort of like a um, oh, it looked a like razor, a razor only with um, instead of pedals, it had um, it elliptical it. yeah. And so she just went down this entire she did all 15 miles ahead of us on this thing. And then once we had gotten to Sutton's Bay, we saw her turn around and go straight back. And I was like, Holy cow, that woman's legs are amazing. She's got to be at least 65 or older. And it was just incredible. It was incredible as we sat there waiting for a table so we could have a beer. Right. Or a cocktail in your case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm super proud her. of her, though. Yeah, good for her. We also got food. I couldn't do what she did. I can do about five minutes on the elliptical and then I feel like I'm going to die. Well, you did 30 miles on your bike and that was great. Uh, I downshifted, so I got to do plenty of pedaling and going your speed. Mm-hmm. 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 It went fine. We made it work as a couple. <laughs> we did it together. Yep. Not always. There were a few spots where it got a little crowded, and I had to ride either forward or behind you. Mm-hmm. Because there's no way to ride shoulder to shoulder and have somebody coming at us and have the fast pack behind us squeeze through. Yeah, but I mean... On the skinniest part of the trail... Um, you could get, I mean, yeah, if you're standing still, you could pack th- or four or more people wide. But really for riding and having appropriate distancing in the time of COVID, you really could only get three people wide. Mm-hmm. At um, the skinnier points, there are some spots where it's a little bit wider. We could use, comfortably do four. But really what we did was we just every so often looked behind us. So if somebody was coming. My I, little side mirror came in handy. It did. Either I sped up or you dropped back or something. We went single file and it worked out well. Mm-hmm. wasn't a big deal nope uh and even when we hit a crossroads we never had to wait long they aren't super busy they're just some of them are a little bit higher speed and they have a stop sign for the bicyclists and other spots they actually stop the traffic for us yeah there's one um highway crossing that was a little bit scary because the the crossing was right at the top of a highway hill and so you couldn't 
exactly see what was coming on one side, and that was a little nerve-wracking. But, you know, it's not like you're in a metropolitan area. Exactly. So that's we're already out in the country. You can hear it coming. That's true. You can. Like, something's coming. I don't know where it is, but we definitely know it's coming. And all the cyclists were good about warning each other what's coming, right? Clear right, clear left. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would definitely rate this, one, it's worth doing again. Absolutely. Two, I would do this again in a heartbeat. It is, I would say, certainly very appropriate for all ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, we definitely could take any of our kids with us now, not all 30 miles, you know, for the round trip. But any segment of this, I think our four kids can handle it. Even kid four on her tricycle. Now, I don't think she'd make it more than probably 100 yards or so or even a quarter mile on her tricycle. No, but she would like it. She would like it, but she definitely would love riding in a trailer behind the bike, one of our bikes. Yeah, she would love or that. Or riding on a, a backpack seat uh, on a bike. She would love it because there's plenty to see. There's parts you go through and you've basically got wide open fields and hills and, and other spots you're going through the woods with... It's a canopy road, and some it's the pine tree areas, but other ones it's more of oaks. Yeah, so it was like... elms and maples, and uh, there were farms, and there was uh, hops. They were going hops. There was fruit trees and orchards you're going past, uh, vineyards, and there's a mixture. And actually, one vineyard had giant wine barrels out going, hey, we're right here. Turn here. That wasn't aimed at the street. That was aimed at the it's cyclists. totally aimed at the bikers. No, I was going to say, it's. Um, it was about 85 degrees the day that we did this. It was really hot in the sun. But it didn't feel like but it. But it didn't feel bikes. like it because of the canopy roads. It kept you nice and cool. Or just the parts where you're going through the woods. It was fantastic. Nice and, and even when we were out in the sun, we had a nice breeze coming. Mm-hmm. It was coming out. It was coming off of Lake Michigan. We're way up north. Great breeze. It was very lovely. Yeah. What was your favorite landmark or single site along that trail? There is a very, very old house that is made out of stones that I think... Was it a house or was it an old barn? You know what? I have I feel like it was a house just because of the way that it was uh, still standing. It had two walls left and I think a chimney. And this foundation was there. Yeah. And that's about it. There, the inside ground is like covered in... Uh, plants and weeds and wildflowers so that's kind of fun um but you can stand uh, on the bike trail or just off of the bike trail with and take selfies with the rocks in the background and i thought that was really cool and if you needed to get out and stretch your legs that's a good part to do it because you can get out and climb all over this thing you can also lean your bike against it if you're Mm -hmm. like me and you don't have a kickstand yeah and you don't want to just lay it on the ground yeah i thought that that was really nifty I like old buildings. I like falling down buildings. So, <laughs> Made for a nice background for a selfie, which we did. Yeah, we totally did that. Um, yeah, it was just something different that you don't see every day. And it's worth a little stop to take a break and check it out. Nice. Yeah. What did you like on the trail? You know, I like the bridges. Oh, yeah. Uh, there were mm-hmm. several little bridges, and some it's just more wooden guardrail <laughs> and with a culvert underneath and there's several little streams going underneath but there's some other areas where it's actually an elevated bridge where down below there's roadways Mm -hmm. and they were wooden and it was just fun to go across and you hear the little thump 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 of your tire going across the planks uh but they were close enough together you don't have to worry about getting your tire stuck and going over the handlebars Mm -hmm. great scenery and they're usually in spots where you had in either direction you could see the large rolling hills of that part of michigan with the trees and the farmlands and there's some great looking uh farms and stables and ranches and horses running around and it was just you just wanted to sit back and go 
it's relatively quiet. It's peaceful. You can clear your mind, which is what we needed. You know, that was we did this trip leading into the the big decision on the schools and the announcement to the kids. And so this was a very calming weekend to go do that and focus on just writing and the beauty of being outside, which, by the way, this sounds like a giant commercial. <laughs> totally not sponsored by Traverse City, Northern Michigan, tourism, anything. We just no. went. Yeah, we went. We had a great time. Got some exercise and calmed down. Calmed down and went to some wineries afterwards. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. That's for another time. They didn't sponsor us either, but... They didn't. There's a, That's unfortunate. There's a lot of wineries up there. Tons. All beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hard to go wrong with the scenery up there because it's so hilly. You can get up and get a great view, and there's water everywhere and so sailboats. It- and at one point, there was a downpour, so we were at one winery, and... Uh, it rained right before on our way there and we pull in we're up on a hill great architecture to the place uh not gonna give it a plug because again don't sponsor us but mm-hmm. uh we're looking out over the bay uh and we've got a rainbow coming down they had a big chunk of limestone out there in the field grass their yard whatever you want to call it nice spot to put the wine glass there and make it look like the rainbow is going into the wine glass because yep. we're photography nerds one more than the other uh, I do appreciate a nice picture, though. Marco takes the creative pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The wine was meh, but the picture was awesome. Yes. The picture is totally worth going there. Yes. Yep. We went wading in the lake. We went to see a lighthouse. And while we were there, we went and hopped in the lake and looked for Petoskey stones, because that's what you do when you're up there. The water's crystal clear because it's mostly a rock bottom. Like, we're down in South Michigan, Southern Michigan, uh, like the southern end of Lake Michigan, where it's sandy and there's clay. Like, I've gone out scuba diving before, and everyone thinks, oh, it's just sand all the way across. No, the sand is relatively close to shore. Mm-hmm. And then it's just clay. It's The water looks kind of cloudy because there's sediment, and it's all mixed up. But you go up there, and it's a rock bottom, and which makes for very crystal clear water. A little bit colder. You know, I I thought that it was going to be like freezing ice cold up there. And I hopped in and I was like, hmm, this this is not bad. I don't know what people are complaining about. I would totally just jump right in and swim in this. Um, But yeah, we we sort of splashed around in there for a few minutes. Didn't find any Petoskey stones. I was a little bummed about that, but that's okay. Still very pretty. Great way to watch the sunset for the night. Well, yeah, we just started driving and driving. We actually had... We had a friend who was up that way camping, and she's like, you should come hang out. And then, like, the Instagram stalked us. <laughs> hey, you drove right past us. Like, look, we were just in the car going right or left. <laughs> it was ne- fun. I highly turn, recommend driving like that. Next turn, right or left again. Kept on going. Mm-hmm. And before we knew it, we were all the way up at North Point, Michigan. Yeah. Which, hence its name, it's the Northern Point. <laughs> it's, it's way neat. the hell up there in the uh, Leelanau Peninsula. We also went to Fishtown. That was interesting. Yeah, I was excited to see the old docks and the... How would you describe Fishtown to people who have never heard of it? Because keep in mind, um, until about two weeks ago, you hadn't heard of it either. I hadn't. You showed it to me on Instagram and I said, I want to go there. Um, but Fishtown is like an old... What, exactly what you would pick, picture in your head of an old fisherman's village. Like, think out on the East Coast about lobstermen and their shacks and shanties, you know? With docks. Late 1800s, early 1900s. Yeah, that's yeah. that's exactly what it looks like. It's absolutely worth taking a little uh, 
couple hours day trip out to Fishtown. I, I would recommend going when the shops are actually open, though, because when we went, everything's closed. Yeah, but everybody was pulling into town because they wanted to see the sunset, which part of me is going, why, if everyone comes for the sunset, are all the shops closed right. at sunset? Yeah. No, but um, there's a little, like, there's a little tiny waterfall there. Um, well, it's a dam, but yeah. But still a waterfall. Well, there is water going down it. Yeah. And there's docks you can walk along, and sometimes the water splashes up onto the dock, so that's fun. Um, but it is actually still a working a working fish town. There are fishermen that come in. And... Come in, and there's charter fishing that goes in and out of there, and there's a, a space uh, uh, smoking fish and selling smoked fish and uh, fish spreads. There was a cheese shanty. Was a cheese shop. It was a shanty. It was literally called the Cheese Shanty, which w- was closed when we were there, but it still cracks us up because everything's got that nice weathered uh, shingle style siding on it. Mm-hmm. There was an ice cream shop, which we didn't go into because they didn't have low carb ice cream, but no. and a candy shop. Mm-hmm. They had a paper they shop. Open. They were open, but we didn't need to buy any cards, so we didn't really. We wandered through. Yeah, it was it was a fun little day trip, but it was really this whole weekend trip centered around this cycling trip. And honestly, if you had more than just your cruiser bike, we really could have hopped down from our hotel. So we stayed uh, along kind of the main drag uh, on the south end of uh, the Grand Traverse Bay. And right behind our hotel, there's a bicycle trail. Mm hmm. And the network of trails, and I looked it on a map, and like they end up connecting to the Leelanau Trail. Now you got to go through town. We could have made a really big bicycling weekend out of it. Your bike is just not set up for that. It's a little seven speed. It's not going to do that kind of kind of tour. If it does, it's going to take a lot more leg muscles than you have. No offense. I mean, Lance Armstrong would have trouble doing it, even when he was on drugs, getting <laughs> blood transfusions. So. It is what it is. Uh, it's something we can go back to and do other ones. Or if I bring my other bike, we can go do some of their other trails that run along Lake Michigan, down toward heading towards Sleeping Bear Dunes in that direction. Plenty of trails up there, but we we really enjoy the Leelanau Trail. Mm-hmm. Uh, recommend it, especially if you're just uh, a recreational biker who just want a nice, peaceful ride through the countryside, paved the whole way. Yep. Especially if you got skinny tires. But also a lot of the amenities, if you want to stop and have a picnic, there are picnic tables along the way. If you want to just sit and let's say you're on a working, you know, working from home, working day trip, and you got to take a business phone call in the middle of your bike ride, sitting on a park bench, mm-hmm. have at it, or sit on the park bench and have a picnic lunch. You just want to go out with the family and get a break. I would recommend this trail. I really wish they would put in something like that down by us. Me too. That would be fantastic. Uh, it'd be great if they connected it from... <clears throat> Say uh, Michigan City, which is in Indiana. Uh, don't ask me about the logic on that one. <laughs> but down by Michigan City and New Buffalo, Michigan, right on the the southwest corner of Michigan, connect that all the way up to South Haven. Mm-hmm. It would be awesome to have a, a paved bike trail all the way through there. Imagine the tourism possibilities. Honestly, you could really connect it all the way to Chicago. Hmm. That's that's a lot of eminent domain all the way around. But <laughs> you'd have to I'm do. Sure. It's a little bit of a nightmare. But uh, at least in, I think, Southwest Michigan really could learn something from Northwest Michigan in putting in all these bicycle things. Now, also, the other thing was, I don't, you know, I know it's not the law up there, but it sure looked like it. You must have a bike rack or kayak rack or both on top of your vehicle there or an actual kayak on top of your vehicle because everybody has them up there. 
They've got something on their hoods. I mean, every car. It's amazing. Their hoods on the roof. That's what I meant. It's it's been a week, Marco. It's been a week. Take a sip, sweetie. Okay, so the plan for this though was to review our right ride down the trail, and actually, it's in hindsight. Really, the the trip was just a mental escape for us, and we're like, hey, you know, we really should talk about this and share it because we really did enjoy it very much. We are not doing a wholehearted review of the entire Traverse City area. No. Uh, so with that, really summing it up, it was calm. It was relaxing. Low stress. Beautiful ride. Lots of amenities. Paved the whole way. Nice, mm-hmm. smooth. I did uh, turn on my GoPros for part of it. So we will be posting some videos and images from the trail. But overall... If you're looking for a vacation or you're looking for a ride and you want a nice, easy bike ride accessible to the whole family or all abilities, I would say, here you go. This is perfect. I would love to go do it again. But with that, it's short and sweet this week, sweetie. Woohoo! My parents will be thrilled. Oh, yes. (laughs) But let's move on to the Retro Challenge and give kudos to those champions. Oh, yeah. We don't want to leave that out. Okay. So if you're not a regular listener, our Retro Challenge is our multi-sport challenge. We we discussed it a little bit at the beginning of this episode. Uh, the results go up on our website in that news section every week. Mm-hmm. Looking at the numbers, it was kind of a down week. Uh, I know a lot of our members are in the Summer Racing Club. It's associated. It's the training program for my team. And this also coincides with the news that the program or the program is shut down for this season because of COVID. So that was kind of just took the wind out of our sails. But even some other members were like, I don't know who this person is. Just kind of a down week. Mm. But here's how it went for this week. Swimming. Nine and under. Nobody reported swimming. Oh, that's surprising. It is surprising. Uh, 10 to 19, Soleil. 20 to 29, Lexi. 30 to 39, Wildcat. 40 to 49, Jesse's Girl. 50 to 59, Johnny Be Good. 60 to 69, we're afraid of the water or something or didn't get wet. But 70 to 79, Grandpa Bob and Grandma May. And then the featured members, you and me, didn't go swimming. We didn't. Mm-mm. Running. Nine and under, Yellow Ninja. 10 to 19, Nate. 20 to 29, Lexi with two X's. 30 to 39, The Logan. 40 to 49, A Palomino. 50 to 59, A.R. Miller. And nobody older than that. And in the running category for the featured members, I beat you. <laughs> Walking. Nine and under, Seabass. 10 to 19, Allie. 20 to 29, Smytha. 30 to 39, Mrs. Coach. 40 to 49, A Palomino. 50 to 59, Bill. 60 to 69 was a tie between Bertie and Wayne. 70 to 79 was another tie between Grandpa Bob and Grandma May. And for our featured members, it was a tie between you and me. Dun, dun, dun. And we're the only featured members. <laughs> Biking. Biking on the road, 9 and under, Seabass, 10 to 19, Alley, 20 to 29, didn't get on their bikes, at least for the road. 30 to 39, Mrs. Coach, 40 to 49, Coach T, 50 to 59, J-Mar, 60 to 69, Kilogram Ill, 70 to 79, didn't get on their bikes. 
And for the feature members, it was a tie again between you and me. Biking off-road. So 9 and under didn't go off-road, 10 to 19 didn't go off-road, but 20 to 29, Smytha and Super Mario tied. 30 to 39, Rando 7 was on top. 40 to 49, Cyclone, and nobody older than that went off-road biking. Sit down paddling. 9 and under, Seabass. 10 to 19, Alley. 20 to 29, H. Kaner 305. 30 to 39, Rando 7. 40 to 49, A. Palomino. 50 to 59, A.R. Miller. 60 to 69, nobody. 70 to 79, Grandpa Bob and Grandma May. And feature members, you and me, did not get the kayak out. Stand up paddling. Not a whole lot here. 20 to 29, Gator Boy. And 40 to 49, Sarah 906. Cross-country skiing. The usual suspects of El Tiburon 95 for the 40 to 49-year-olds. And for the 50 to 59-year-olds, Big Juan 64. I'll be interested to see how this category holds up once it gets colder mm-hmm. in the northern climates. And people can actually go for reels <laughs> uh, for cross-country skiing. Or the gyms open up and people can get on machines at there the gym. There we go. Skating. Oh, Great Juan with an eight in there for Great Juan. Our only skater this week. Hockey. Hockey really is opening up, though. We're starting to see that finally after that huge hockey drought when we started this. Mm-hmm. Nine and under, Yellow Ninja. 10 to 19, Lucky Dude. 20 to 29, Lexi. 30 to 39, Rando 7. 40 to 49, Coach T. And no one older than that. And then in our future, the featured members, me, because you don't play hockey. <laughs> and then there were points. Points. 9 and under, Yellow Ninja was on top. 10 to 19, Lucky Dude. 20 to 29, Lexi. 30 to 39, The Logan. 40 to 49, A. Palomino. 50 to 59, Bill. 60 to 69, Kilogram Ill. 70 to 79 was a tie between Grandpa Bob and Grandma May. And then the featured members. Shocker here. It was me. Hmm. Not you. Oh, well. That's okay. Yeah. So those are our champions of the week. Keep on going. Hopefully people get back on track after especially all my runners and their families. They can do it. Shocking news. Come on. Stay fit. Uh, You got to be ready for basketball season or whatever else is going on in the winter. (laughs) Hockey. And then hopefully getting back on track for track. And there's virtual races. And we've got all these things coming up. We got the Sapphire Team Relay. We've got the Forget Me Not 5K and 10K. We've got the Selfie Scavenger Hunt. And of course, the Red Arrow Challenge is still going on. So there's plenty to keep doing. All right. Keep going. If you want to get involved with the Red Arrow Challenge and you don't know how, go to our website. Go to the RACFAQ. There you can create your name and has all the answers to your questions. Then start recording what you do. And at the end of the week, on the same spot under home, only under log, you enter everything. All your totals in kilometers. And then you sit back and wait to see how you stack up against everybody else on the leaderboards. Mm-hmm. And if you're on top, we will mention you on the podcast. Yep. It's thrilling. Oh, 